Welcome back, friends, to Hope is a Prayer Way. I am your host, Pastor JJ. And before we descend on our Bible study, I would like to remind you that all of my Bible studies are free for you to download and copy. And all of my Bible studies come with no strings attached. There's no registration, no email required, no subscription fees or thumbs up or no like buttons. And you will never have to pay a penny for any of the Bible studies for the Lord Jesus paid the price for you and I. Also, so that we can contend for the faith as the epistle of Jude, my favorite epistle or the book in the Bible, and in verse 3 says, for us to contend for the faith. So to be able to contend for the faith, we will never ask for any donations and we will never accept any donations so that we can preach and teach Christ Jesus without any encumbrances. Amen. Please, if you would just pray for this podcast and for the website so that we can win many souls for Christ Jesus. Thank you. My only goal with this podcast and the website is to connect you with Christ Jesus. See our website to find complete Bible studies, including today's Bible study. And you can go to www.hopeisaprayerway.com. Now let's get into the Word of God today. And in in today's Bible study, we're going to be looking at seven chosen to serve. And we're going to do an etymology on the title of a deacon. And it comes from the Greek word diakonos. And it's Strong's Concordance number 1249. So a diakonos, a deacon, is a servant. And the name Stephen is Greek. We're going to be looking at the the deacon Stephen. And the name Stephen is Greek. And in chapter 6 of Acts of the Apostles, they tell us that he was a Hellenist. In other words, he was a foreign-born Jew who spoke Greek. Now, he lived in Jerusalem and and he had become a Christian. The Hellenist converts probably formed a minority in the early Christian community. And they complained that their care of their elderly widows was being neglected by the Hebrew-speaking majority. So the apostles presented the matter to the congregation and pleading the, the, the press of responsibility, instructed it to select seven deacons for this community service. Now, they were chosen and ordained, and Stephen, who became the best known of the seven, was recognized as a man with special gifts as an evangelist. And he engaged in religious discussions among the adherents of the synagogues of Diaspora, Diaspora, Jews in the capital. And growth in the number of Jews converts, including many of the priests, provoked a reaction. So he was summoned before the Sanhedrin, the supreme rabbinic court in Jerusalem, and charged with speaking against the holy place and the law. Now this was a very uh, general charge, and the report of his defense 
before the Sanhedrin is the primary resource for learning what Stephen stood for. If you have your Bibles, may you can we please go to Acts chapter 6, and we're going to be reading verses 1 through 15. Starting at verse 1. Now in those days, when the number of disciples was multiplying, there arose a complaint against the Hebrews by the Hellenists, because their widows were being neglected in the daily distribution. Remember, Hellenists are foreign-born Jews that spoke Greek. Verse 2, Then the twelve summoned the multitude of the disciples and said, It is not desirable that we should leave the word of God, in other words, preaching and teaching, and to, uh, the word of God, and serve tables. Therefore, brethren, seek out from among you seven men of good reputation, full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. So there we have the qualifications in order to become a, a, a deacon was, you, you need to have a good reputation, you need to be full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom. And in verse 4, but we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the world. This is what the apostles are saying. Once you select the seven, we're just going to continue and give ourselves to prayer and to, and to the ministry of the world. Verse 5, and the saying pleased the whole multitude, and they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and of the Holy Spirit, and Philip, Prochorus, Nicanor, Timon, Parmenius, and Nicholas, a proselyte from Antioch whom they set before the apostles, and when they had prayed, they laid hands on them. Then the word of God spread, and the number of the disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem, and a great many of priests were obedient to the faith. Now, Stephen is accused of blasphemy, and in verse 8 we find, And Stephen, full of faith and power, did great wonders and signs among the people. Verse 9, Then there arose some from what is called the synagogue of freedmen, Cyrenians, Alexandrians, and those from Cilicia and Asia, disputing with Stephen. And they were not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit by which he spoke. Then they secretly introduced men to say, we have heard him speak blasphemous words against Moses and God. And they stirred up the people, the elders and the scribes, and they came upon him, seized him, and brought him to the council. They also set up false witnesses who said, This man does not cease to speak blasphemous words against the holy place and the law. For we have heard him. Say that this Jesus of Nazareth will destroy this place and change the customs which Moses delivered to us. And all who sat in the council looking steadfastly at him saw his face as the face of an angel. Let us do now an etymology on the name of Stephen. Now the name means crown in the Greek. 
language. It also points to his Hellenistic origin. It also means he was a shining light in the early church. And when deacons were chosen to administer alms to the needy, they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and of the Holy Ghost. Stephen appears to have been a man of considerable culture and especially fine character. Stephen's importance, Stephen's importance in, is stamped on the narrative by the reiteration of emphatic, almost superlative phrases. A man who was full of faith and of the Holy Ghost, Acts 6, 5. He was full of grace and power, verse 8, Acts 6, verse 8. Irresistible spirit and wisdom, verse 10. Full of the Holy Ghost, Acts 7, 55. So Stephen shot far ahead of his six companions and far above his particular office. First, he arrests attention by the great wonders and miracles that he did. Then begins a series of disputations with the Hellenistic Jews of North Africa, Alexandria, and Asia Minor, his companions in race and birthplace. So Stephen's success brought an attack upon him, and after making his famous apology before the Sanhedrin, he was stoned to death. The stoning of, of Stephen, and in verse 54, when the members of the Sanhedrin heard this, they were furious and gnashed their teeth at him. But Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, looked up to heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Verse 56, Look, he said, I see heaven open, and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. Verse 57, And at this they covered their ears, and yelling at the top of their voices, they all rushed at him. They dragged him out of the city and began to stone him. Meanwhile, the witnesses laid their coats at the feet of a young man named Saul. While they were stoning him, Stephen prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he fell on his knees and cried out, Lord, do not hold this, this sin against them. When he had said this, he fell asleep. Acts 8 and verse 1. And Saul... The, the, who would later be converted to the Apostle Paul, approved of their killing of him. It would appear from sus, subsequent references that he was a vital factor in the conversion of Paul, who was present at his martyrdom in Acts 6.5. The summation of Stephen's ministry, number one, Stephen was the first great Christian. Ecclesiastic the archdeacon, as he is called in the Eastern Church. He is the first martyr, the, the proto-martyr. The name martyr is first applied in Acts 22 and verse 20. Stephen is the forerunner of St. Paul. Stephen was the anticipator if he had lived. He would have been the propagator of the new phrase of Christianity, of which St. Paul became the main support. And friends, 
I would love to have been a Stephen. Amen. A man who was full of faith, full of the Holy Spirit, who spread the word of God. And can you imagine as you're getting ready to be stoned that you see Jesus? Amen. And I do believe that. I do believe that once we close our eyes, the Bible is saying that we're going to see Jesus immediately, friend. Man, I can't wait to see the face of the Lord. And friend, if you're joining us today, and maybe you haven't accepted Christ into your life, and today's your day, my friend, for Jesus wants to be a part of your life. And I always tell all of my Bible students that I would like for you to picture in your mind, please, you extending your hand out to greet someone. And the person just walks by and never acknowledges you. And now, how did that make you feel? Wouldn't make you feel very good, would it? Now picture Jesus holding his hand out to you. Days, months, and years go by. And maybe you're too busy. Or, or maybe you were turned off by the gospel, by something that you heard. Or by someone telling you that because you're this and because you're that, that Jesus doesn't love you. And that is not true. Jesus had all of our names when he went to that cross on Calvary to give us all repentance of our sins and new life. And I got news for you. No matter where you are, if you are in jail or if you're in a difficult spot in life, maybe you're in rehab or things are not going good for you, he wants to be your God. He wants to come into your life as you are, wherever you are today, and help you and, and love you and take care of you and help you with your necessities. And it's free. It's a free gift. And friend, if you would like to take the hand of Jesus today and start walking with him, I'm going to lead you in prayer, and I want to ask you that if that you would pray along. Amen? Lord Jesus, I come before your throne. I ask you for forgiveness of all of my sins. This day, I want to take your hand. Please come into my life. Please be my Lord and Savior. Please walk with me. Talk to me. Help me, Lord. Help me in the situation that I find myself. Give me hope, faith. And Father, I make you my Lord and my Savior from this day forward. Please walk with me, Lord, and talk to me and guide me. And I want to be like Stephen, Father, who served the church and who spread the word to anyone and everyone that would listen. And I thank you, Father, for this day in Jesus' mighty name. And friend, if you prayed that prayer with me, 
I do believe that you were born again. I encourage you to please find a good Bible preaching and teaching church. I would encourage you to buy a Bible that you can read. That's easy for you to read. You don't have to buy 40 books to study the Bible. Just buy yourself a Bible. Go to, go to Sunday school. Go to your uh, Bible studies during the week. Take notes. Take notes on, on, on the sermons on Sundays. And just study your Bible every day. Ask the Lord to give you understanding. To give you remembrance. And always remember, friends. Apply the word to yourself first. And then we teach others. And we teach others in love. Remember, all of us are full of sin, starting with me. So let us have compassion, and we teach the word of God in love. Amen? I always close out all of my podcasts with the best phrase I have ever heard from any pastor. And his name was John H. Osteen. And he would always close out all of his TV sermons with the following phrase. Keep Jesus first place in your life and he will take you places that you've never dreamed of. Amen. Friends, thank you for your time and for the privilege of being able to share Christ with you. And I look forward to talking with you tomorrow on our podcast. May his blessings and protections be upon you and yours today and always. In Jesus' mighty name, thank you.